four guys, one's eating ice cream, three are wondering what the heck is going on. This is Last Night Recap. I'm your host, Martin Kutz, and I'm joined, as ever, by my friends and colleagues. Let's start with Mr. Johan Anderson. Hello, Johan. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How's your ice cream? Uh, always lovely. Actually, I bought nice. an uh, AC this week in Sweden. Is that to keep yeah. your, to keep your exactly. ice cream cool? So it's not really hot yeah. here, but I thought my apartment okay. can be even cooler because I need to keep my ice cream really cold. Nice. That's Why are you laughing? Okay. It's serious matter. This is this is quickly turning into last night ice cream, but I do yeah, I like it. That's okay. Well, everyone needs AC, so nice to see that you're taking your ice cream consumption. I'll, I'll put the picture on my new IC in the show notes, I think. It, I think it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I think um, the listeners want to see your AC and it's your It's actually ice cream hooked setup. up to my Wi-Fi. It's brilliant. Oh my goodness. <gasps> so can you say a high can you say a high telephone uh make my ice cream cold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> move on. Yeah, move okay. on. <laughs> we yeah, we and we can hear him in the background. It is Mr. Matthew. Hello, Lund. how are you? I'm good. How are things down in Wales? Although you have not been in Wales much over uh, the past no, couple I've of weeks. I've been doing a bit of travelling, bit of work abroad in uh, in nice sunny Gibraltar. So lovely. And is that just been working with schools, or have you had a chance to actually sightsee and stand I, across and look I at did Spain? What have you had a... a spot of sightseeing one uh, one afternoon this week. I went up went up the rock and. Uh, went to meet the monkeys and yeah, with, uh, I, I, nice. I really love the picture. Yeah. And if you don't read all the text, it's really funny because you have a picture of a of a monkey, and then you go, <laughs> "Thank you so much to all the all the <laughs> schools and blah blah blah." And then you have to read yeah. re- really down to thank you so much. Matt's, for, the, for, this is yeah, the thing about like, Matt. He's what, just trying to make mean, sure everyone is paying attention. The people that you really taught. <laughs> Mon- monkeys yeah. have have fingers. They can use iPads. Yeah, that's it's, that's the I point. They can indeed. The everyone they... can create. I really enjoyed that, though. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I think the um, the other important question that we need to ask is hashtag where's Kurt? Hello, Hello everybody. Biden. And talking about monkeys, I was born in the year of the monkey, so everyone can use an iPad. I, I do. <laughs> we do you understand know, that. That, that, so. explains, that See? explains a lot. I just wanted to clarify that. that, expl- that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So... Um, Guys, we need to ask the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna limit us this week to one okay. question apiece, uh, to ask Kurt um, where he is. Uh, Matt, are you in America? You? I am. Brilliant. Matt, are you really want to waste your question <laughs> with one that's you so didn't give me generic? Time to open my map. <laughs> that's that's like yeah. There was a reason for that. That's like that's like saying Kurt, are you Belgian? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. And Johan, are you um, on the East Coast? I am on the East Coast. And I'll make it easier. I am not really at home yet close by. 
but yet you're close. But so we know exactly. you're in Pennsylvania. Was that your question? Oh, Martin? that's okay. hard, Martin. Come on. <laughs> well, yes, that was my that was my that was my question. I think it's I I know this place because it's where John Cena Ooh. comes from. Are you in Westchester? <laughs> wow. <laughs> With that name, yes. How did you get that? That was a uh, that was spot on. You must know him. I just uh, I'm a big yeah. John Cena fan. Who isn't? Hey, aren't we Who's all? John Cena? The thing is, no, I never, who isn't I can never, well, a fan? No one knows because you can't see him. But you can never see him. <gasps> this is the thing. And only true WWE fans. Oh, I thought he was No, he's a wrestler. He's a WWE. <laughs> oh, jeez. Kurt, can you give us a rundown before these two think... go off on another tangent? Give yeah. us a rundown of what's happening on so, uh, this week. What we've got lined up for this week is two brilliant chats, um, starting with the EMEA chat, all about personalized learning, taking the conversation actually from last week and continuing that. And that was um, hosted by Chris Lawson. And then on the America side, we were talking about capturing learning experiences with reflection, hosted by Kamas Kirch and Michelle Thorne. And if you want to keep your learning going, then I would recommend the hashtag of the week, which is happening right now. It's called hashtag innovation summit. It's all Apple distinguished schools in the EMEA area coming together in Berlin. So have a look at that hashtag innovation summit. So up to you and let's uh, see what the questions were for the personalized learning at the EMEA chat, Martin. Yeah, it's a pretty packed show. So we'll be back right Okay, welcome to the EMEA side of the chat. I brought the lasers back. Right. Hey, that's why I, I thought Ooh. that. I like the tumbleweed, yeah, though. But, <laughs> well, that's that's just whenever I tell a joke, that just naturally comes along with it, you know. So, yes. um, guys, as... Oh, just that? let us know before you tell a joke so we can laugh. <laughs> so... Yeah, I okay. Will. Cool. I will. It's gonna, cool. it's gonna come otherwise, up fine. Otherwise, it's like <laughs> a bit weird. You mean like this part of the chat? Yeah. So let's <laughs> okay. go on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. About that. You, you see, you've you've thrown my lasers off, right? As Kurt said when he was telling us about the what's coming up in this week's show, this uh, week's Apple Edu chat from the EMEA was all about personalized learning. It was hosted by ADE 2019, Chris Lawson, at Mr. Underscore L Underscore Edu. Um, and it was all, um, it was quite a well-attended chat. I'm going to start with the tweet of the week from a fellow ADE 2019, Laura Hiltout, Mrs. Hiltout Art on Twitter. And she was saying, just in general, it is important that technology is used as part of teaching and learning. It should be used with a focus and not used for the sake of using it. This will ensure pupils engage with it and feel challenged. With any resource, it must have purpose and value. And I think that just kind of harkens back to all the stuff that we've, we kind of spoke about quite a lot, is um, not just doing it for the sake of doing it, but actually making sure that everything we do has a why, a yes and, um, all of this kind of stuff. Um, the question that I think we should be chatting about, guys, was his question number five. Um, and he was saying, how can we promote equity, access and opportunity for all students? So quite a, quite a deep question. And I know, knowing the three of you the way I do, you will all have an opinion that people want to hear on this one. 
Tumbleweeds. <laughs> or not. Yeah, yeah we are. That but wasn't we a joke. Are... You can't actually... <laughs> It, it needs to come across really well, so that's it because it's so important. That's why I think this is a serious yeah, part. Definitely. I'm curious though to hear that from your side, Johan, because I know in Sweden there's a, a lot of focus on, on making sure that everyone gets that equal opportunity. Um, and, and you, for, for me, have been promoting that a lot in, in the materials that you made at school. Yeah, for me, it's really important to reaching all learners. But we've all been talking about that for a very long time. The only thing that I think is different uh, from a lot of learning is that a lot of people think that we always have to do it and it's always in there. But I think it more like we need to understand that maybe university or high learning needs to have a certain form of format. Do you understand what I'm saying? So like a, let's say we have a lab that we're doing in, 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 uh, in science. It needs to look a certain way when we come up on a higher learning. But how do we get there? Normally, we say reaching or learners is important. But what happens with these people that really wants to learn high? We, I like to say that we also need to inspire. So usually when I say for the first time, let's say we have biology and they have dyslexia, for example. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not only saying that they can film what they're doing just because of filming. I just want them to film the first time to show them that they can actually understand biology. So it's a precursor or a, what do you say? Um, Prerequisite? No, no, I'm not saying that. Like, an, like, a, start, peak, like a peak. Yeah, so, so it's like, a, yeah. uh, I show them that they really can understand biology. So they get mm -hmm. really excited about uh -huh. biology the first time. So they can really succeed for the first time because they couldn't really write it. So they only, mm -hmm. they, they feel like, oh, look, I did a, did a video recording of this thing. But I yeah. also know that a video yeah, yeah, recording yeah. won't take them anywhere, anywhere in their real next step in life in, in uni. So but you want to that's... create like a craving is what you're saying. So yeah, they, so it's they... a precursor to Like everything. a hunger for, exactly. for them. And I show them that they can actually um, be successful. So the next time I say, like, look, so write the first paragraphs in just writing and then make me a movie and the next time it's like the summary in writing then a movie a, a, a video and the next time do you understand so i progress yeah. from doing all these crazy uh -huh. so do you guys things. think that technology is the differentiator in this like technology is i don't i don't want to call it the solution um i'm not but... saying it's a solution but it actually works for for showing people that they can can i uh, um... Can yeah, I counter that, Fine. A bit, Johan. Though, because yeah, sure. You sure. said about for them being able to achieve in university, but then you're almost saying that in order to achieve, you have to be able to write. And my counter yeah. to that would be that maybe universities need to change because I, I do it agree. Shouldn't be about writing. And so no, I, I, time, I. What I try to do with my students is actually change the assessment 
because it shouldn't be about writing. I understand that writing is is a, is an important skill, but it isn't the only way to communicate. It's very much a hangover yeah. from colonial time when the only way to get a message to your colonies on a boat that had to take months to get there was to have it written down somewhere. But now Ma- we're having communication via a podcast. So the ability to speak is just as important <laughs> as the ability to write. And I think sometimes I, I, I would worry that if we're saying that the pinnacle of being able to achieve is being able to write it down, I think we're never going to get out of the state that we're in that, that holds people back. So yeah, that's my like object to that. Yeah. Like, do you can, I just, hold on, hold on. can I just counter that? Yeah, for, yeah, good, for, yeah. I love what you're saying. I totally agree. And you know that. Yeah. The thing is that I would love to be there already now. Yeah. The problem yeah. is that a lot of teachers right now don't understand because it's how it is and they can't really ch- change the system. They are a bit like, I don't know why, why I need to use the technology. I don't really trust it because we need to use writing a lot. Yeah. That's when I counter back and say, let just some succeed. Yeah. And that's, that's, the thing. So that's they, where I start. Yeah. And I that's think I can interject yeah. to that, guys, because yeah, um, sure. I mean, we're talking about preparing students for university. Um, but not everyone wants that. Um, oh, that's another that, that's thing. not a not a goal. Yeah. I mean, um, all of our students are different, and and in different phases of your life, you might rediscover learning and a love for learning or a need for learning. Um, so promoting mm-hmm. that equity ac- uh, access and opportunity, um, I think it's it's difficult if you focus only on on the writing part. Um, you, you guys were talking about setting up a a, a business. Um, and your role's progressing. Uh, Martin, you started out um, as a fingerprints analysis, uh, doing fingerprints analysis. Yeah. So yeah. Um, going through that, you probably wanted opportunities in, in different areas. Sure. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is like, what I think is important right now with technology and all of that is that everyone, everyone thinks that it's important to do technology all the time. So like videos and and podcasts and all of that what i think is important with that is what i'm saying it's like if someone has a problem with writing or all the traditional things we just need them to do something different so that they can understand so for example if i have science psychology chemistry or something like that I need them to do something different because they're not in good in writing. I need them to do that so I can show them that they can succeed. And that's the first so you're point. You're looking for that catalyst. Yeah. So the, what you're looking for is the catalyst yeah, for that. Exactly. And what's happening then is they, they feel very strong. They feel, oh, I know biology. So what's going to happen? The, the thing is, we have a traditional world around us. So the next thing mm-hmm. I'm saying is like, you need to write, for example, the, the foreword or, or, or the summary. Just write the summary. And then you do the, the whole thing in video again. So you, mm-hmm. you, you're reaching longer in, in what you need to do in writing. So you're showing them the right way. And that's why I think it's important because a lot of people are saying, oh, we need to do everything. It's, it becomes really, you know, like 70s or 60s uh, 
flower power, yeah. and that's not what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. But I think I'm talking right. about it's, so it's going back to balance, yeah. isn't it? We need we need yeah, to get it's a, balance a balance so that people. I was talking about this this week when I was in Gibraltar. Actually, we were talking about if if we focus constantly on writing, then children who can't write will never have anything to write about. They'll be able to write, but they'll have nothing to write about because they've they've lost their passion for. The, the other the other subjects or the other things in their life but they can write or we focus exactly as you're saying here on giving them a reason to want to write about something because they've had success and they know that they they have something worth writing about and i think once you capture that then yes exactly as you said and, and i can't disagree with you unfortunately at the moment writing is the way that people are judged yeah. at the and, highest level mm-hmm. and, what i'm and, trying to counter is saying also, in higher education, we need to show that there, there, we should accept other ways as well, because there are great filmmakers out there and, and great publicists. And we Hollywood. should say that just because you can't write things down doesn't mean you can't achieve the, the higher levels in life. And I know that isn't what it is at the moment. It will only change if we start to show that it can be done differently. So I think we're all saying the same thing. Um, yeah. And I, yeah. I just wanted to say that because no. a lot of people that are not saying normally say oh so you mean that you need to do video all the time no, no that's not anyone. what i'm saying yeah. i just need it as a catalyst yeah for showing them that you're good in this subject yeah. not because you're good at writing because you you understand the subject and then we will teach you how to write it because yeah. right now blah 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 yeah, it's but a, I do want to sum that up with a Game of Thrones reference without giving any spoilers. <laughs> people, people love, <laughs> people love a good story, and and you choose the tool in which you want to tell that story, um, and and then they will come back. Like yeah. if you can exceed in that storytelling and and getting people curious, um, then technology can be that little catalyst um, in there, and and you will go and look yeah. for more. Uh, opportunities and and look for that equity and access i think yeah 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 i think that's a i think that's a good point i think you know but people will listen to this and it'll, it'll seem a little broken up um and it's we just had a little bit of a technical issue in between we we were contemplating going back and whether we should re-record it but i think all of the points that we were making and all the discussion points that we're making were valid so it might seem a little broken up when you listen to the emir recap but the reason that we wanted to keep it going is because everybody was making such a valid point is that promoting that equity promoting that access promoting that opportunity all comes down to giving them that catalyst to get them engaged in their learning yeah would we yeah, agree thank with that? you for summarizing that because yeah. I think it's the, I think that's the single most important thing in digital learning today, that it's not yeah. we have to do it all the way, all the way through. We put it where it's needed, and if it's not needed, we don't do it. Yeah, yeah, 
It comes back to Laura's tweet of the week as well, where it's looking at meaningful use of technology. And if technology can be used to get a, a pupil or a, a learner engaged in their learning in a way that they didn't think was possible, then that to me is an effective use of technology, no matter what path they go on to. As Kurt was saying earlier, not everyone needs to go to university. But if people can be engaged in whatever they're doing and find, you know, find that spark, that, that spark that reignites their love for learning, then I think we've done something effective. Okay, guys, the recap for this, as always, is in the show notes. Miriam has shared it out on the Wakelet. We'll include that in, and when we come back, we will hear Kurt recapping the Americas chat. Guys, thanks for your time there. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Americas review of uh, the Apple EDU chat. And this week we were talking about capturing learning experiences with reflection that was hosted by Kamas and Michelle. And to kick it off, um, I would love to start off with that tweet of the week that came from Dr. Jess Showa, who is at, and I'm just going to say a random bunch of letters right now, J-S-H-O-J-I-A. Um, <laughs> her answer was... Um, better though than than my pronunciation of that tweet. Um, <laughs> I've grown personally by having the opportunity to quote wear other shoes. For example, I occasionally serve as building coverage while the principal is at a meeting or off for the day. It makes me more understanding and appreciative of the work principals do. So talking about that reflection, I pulled out the final question because the end of the school year is coming up. Um, in in a lot of countries, I think. Um, question six was, as the end of the year approaches, why is it important for students and teachers to reflect on their year? So diving into that immediately without reading any of the tweets, guys. Um, I like the why part of it always. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have a moment in, in your school year um, or just in your year where you sit down and, and reflect and say, oh, um, I mean, the end of, of May is coming up. Um, what's this year been? You look back. Um, did you set goals for yourself? Do you do reflection? Um, Martin, can I uh, pass this on to you? Yeah, of course you can. We're probably still about five weeks away from our end of term. Uh, end of term in uh, certainly Scotland and ends around the end of June, uh, start of July. So we're kind of getting into that mode where the school year is winding down. Everybody's looking at what's happening next year. And right now for a lot of us, we're writing reports or getting reports or, or looking at the reports. So it's a chance for us to, to sit down and chat to the pupils and see where they felt their year has went. It's a chance for us to, to look at how they felt in their learning. And maybe there's been something that we've done that we could possibly change. Maybe a pupil hasn't felt engaged enough in certain subject areas. You know, by this point, we've, we've had parents evening. We've had a chance where we've actually looked at the end of uh, year goals. And in terms of our professional development, we sometimes have a, a, a sit down meeting with our line manager, our uh, deputy, deputy principal or principal. And we'll look at the professional learning, you know, going back to what we were talking about last week and how important professional learning is, we would maybe have a, a, a conversation around what we've done. So there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, conversations where we actually, 
we get a little bit of feedback, if you like. We get feedback from the parents about how they felt their child has been engaged. We, we most importantly, we speak to the, the, the pupils and we see how they felt in their learning. What have they liked? What have they disliked? Is there anything that they felt they could be more engaged in? Which in turn, certainly from, from my point of view, allows me to have a look at um, how I've delivered something. If I maybe delivered something where they felt that there wasn't enough computational thinking, if I maybe delivered something where it was a bit too heavy on one aspect and not heavy and not focused enough on the other. So I I like to think that I do that consistently throughout the year and not just pick this one point. But it's nice to kind of have that point in the calendar where you can actually stop and say, right, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? Where can we move on? You're about to move on to your next year group or your next set of classes. Is there anything that you would like me to mention to your next teacher? Maybe there's something that you're apprehensive in. There's maybe something that, that you're wanting to try and get a little bit more challenging. Perhaps you realise you're not achieving as well in numeracy. Where can we go? So that's, I, I, I know that other people's mileage might vary, but that's my, that's certainly my approach. And it's certainly a, a, the approach that I've seen. So two things pop up in my head about that. Um, in in mm. order to reflect or have like a snapshot of, of your year, um, you need to set, goals i think because otherwise you what are you reflecting on um so who sets those goals for students and who sets the goals for um, the professional learning and and the teachers um matt what's your opinion on it because you've been working with schools now um when you go in do you set goals with them up front or or is this something that comes from from high up um and what about university students uh, okay, so with schools, it's it's a bit of a mix, really. Um, I mean, schools in UK, and I'm sure this happens elsewhere, we have targets that are set as part of professional development each year. Um, they can be school-based and, and sometimes miss the personal touch. Um, when I do work with teachers, I think it's a joint goal setting. I think once once a bit of the... Uh, professional learning you know opportunities have been looked at I usually end a session with getting people to sort of challenge themselves with what next you know where are you going to go from here what are you going to do differently in your practice Um, and I think that's that's usually a good way to start from a from a personal point of view um, I started reflecting on my you know challenges and successes across a year probably about six seven years ago whilst I was still a PE teacher just just because when we had performance management meetings they'd happen in in like november and things were usually quite busy and you'd forget everything that you've done so i always felt that you know this time of year was a good opportunity to just reflect and just jot down what what have i done this year that's been useful and and had an impact what have i done that's been a probably a waste of time um and i think as all teachers we we get on that that hamster wheel and you sometimes don't don't reflect on the positivity that you do. You just, you know, you see a lot of the, the posts at the end of the year of people saying, oh, I've, I've got through the year, you know, looking forward to summer holidays. And I, I don't think that's necessarily the, the best advert for our profession, because what I'd love to see is people at the end of it going, this has been a great year, you know, and yes, yeah. people are tired and yes, people are looking yeah. forward to holidays. That's nice that you mentioned that, because um, one of the tweets yeah. from, from Lindsay Zilli, who is uh, at iCoach Lindsay, she said, um, I'm on this kick of retraining myself um, with goal setting. And she's taken an idea from a book called Atomic Habits. 
and working towards forming habits uh, within students and myself that cause a 1% change. And um, it helps build in small successes and celebrating those small successes um, encourages learners to keep uh, moving them forward. And, and that makes me think of that conversation that Johan just started um, about the catalyst. And, and that's a small success that you have to get the student going. Um, do you have any of those other small successes, Johan, um, that, that you think <clears throat> I have to keep growing um, specifically as a dancer, um, you have to start somewhere. So how do you celebrate those small successes? Yeah, sorry. I'm, I love the way you said that there, especially as a dancer. <laughs> you know, they, I just love the way you did that. As well, that's, that's, the Johan, that's the Johan thing. It's, it's that. Yeah, and, I know. And, I, know. I, just, I just love that yeah. you did it that way. He, he says it in that sorry. way. He said it in that way. And, and, it does. It's, it's dance. that and the golden, <laughs> the golden dance. rule you get from, uh, from Johan Anderson is you have to look from your third eye. And that's that's third eye is in one, two, three, and not the other way if I pronounce it uh, in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, the thing is, uh, <laughs> thank you guys. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> what you said before is so is so good. But what I think is really important when it comes to being a a, a dancer or a sports person is um, <laughs> sorry about that. Is that even bad criticism? can be something that is a catalyst, that mindset of learning. And I think that's the strength of learning, that even when you do it wrong or wrongly, it is something to build upon. So what I'm saying is like, I really wanted my teachers to tell me in dancing what I was really bad at, but mm -hmm. of course as well, mm -hmm. giving me, cred for what I was doing good but actually what was the catalyst was what I was bad at because they showed me how to do it so they were really strong leaders they weren't really teachers they were leaders so they were saying this is how you were doing it and this is how you should do it and I think I think that's a good thing I don't know if that resonates with you guys. Yeah, yeah, because something you thing. taught me actually yeah. is that instant feedback, and and coming yeah, from and a that's PE important. background, I I used to play a lot of sports and and I I loved uh, being a coach, and in basketball when you do like a layup, and you see someone doing it in a in in the wrong way, you know you're taking away a little bit of the the joy for the for the game. Um, you want mm -hmm. to keep playing. Um, but if you do 30 layups in the wrong way, you're going to build that muscle memory in the wrong way. Yeah. And, 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 and that instant feedback, I think, for reflection exactly. is perfect in that way. Because um, you're not invested. So that's the yeah. point. Yeah. Because it's yeah. nothing yeah. to yeah. it. I mean, so I, I don't like when, when we do all these essays and all the big things. I like it when you do it really small and then you say, yeah, you didn't do it right. Dude, no. can it yeah. again succeed very fast and very instantly? And talking about instant feedback, we've been giving Matt instant feedback over these past <laughs> 17 ways. But the uh, only problem episodes. with is he's always brilliant. I know it keeps growing, but I think it's because we're well, it his number growing. one fan <laughs> and we keep pushing him. So I, I want to hear what's up. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> 
I know what's coming. <laughs> See? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Great. Kurt, uh, the, we'll put the recap for the wakelet into the show notes. Yes, Mia Morrison yeah. did that, and um, great to capture it in our notes. Thank you very much for that, gentlemen. No Let's problem. see what's coming next. Thanks. Cool. Questions with Matt. Ooh. Oh, my God. He's getting into, the, he's getting into, into the unplugged. Yeah, he's yeah, getting yeah. to the MTV unplugged section. He, he knows you've made it. It was like... It was like Robert Robert Smith was there from from the Cure. It from the is Cure, so, so beautiful with all that. I think it would be a long time since Matt had the same hairdo as Robert Smith. I, I wish he would have. <laughs> it's all the lovely feedback I get from you guys. It just inspires me each week to try harder and harder. So does that mean next week it's going to be uh, the Smiths? Are you going to be like? <laughs> no, he already got laid. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's it's already too late. Okay, hope, guys, hope so it is, it's uh, not uh, inappropriate to say that. It's that it's that moment in the show which has been an intense chat to uh, to tone it down and uh, get a little less serious, I guess. Yeah. So it is questions with Matt, but and, not, but not serious, but not. And we've had a guest has phoned in. Uh, Owen Hughes has been a superstar and, and sent us in a question, and we love this. So uh, let's hear from Owen now with his first question. Hi, guys. Owen Hughes here. Um, just wanted to leave a quick message to say I'm absolutely loving the podcast. Uh, last week's episode was fantastic. So I'm going to have two questions for you this week, uh, a serious and a serious but not question. My serious question is, what would your recommended summer reading be for anyone who wants to do a little bit more reading into education? And my serious but not question is, what is your teaching superpower? Great work. Keep it up. See you soon. So this, this couldn't be better timing. You know, we're talking about, you know, we're coming up to the summer and, and people start to think about reflecting on what they've done um, and also then think about what we're going to do over the summer holiday. So, um, so Kurt recommended yes. summer reading what would you suggest to our fantastic listeners to uh keep them learning um so my my reading is always to something that's act like active and and happening now um so i'll suggest a few books if that's okay um awesome. yeah. one is all about this being creative and um, it's got a, a bit of a controversial title um it's a writer called austin cleon and his first book is called steal like an artist Okay. The second one yeah. is Show Your Work, and he just released his uh, third version um, follow-up, and that's Keep Going. That's, that's uh, his last one that's out for a few weeks now. So that's 10 ways um, to stay creative um, and keep going and not be bad, is what he says. Um, and then the other one, uh, I got inspired by um, following the, the football in the Champions League and looking at teams like Ajax and, and Manchester City, where there's a philosophy behind it. And the book that I found, which is an educational one, I think, or I hope, it's called The Barcelona Way, Unlocking the DNA of a Winning Culture. So I was always very interested in how a coach um, approached things and looking at teachers as professionals and that if these players get 
personalized mattresses to sleep on because sleep is so important. Why am I, as a teacher, not getting a personalized mattress so I can be rested <laughs> when I am in my classroom? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's in the post. <laughs> yeah. So that's like my recommendation that. for books uh, for over the summer. Like it. Great. Uh, Martin, anything to cool. chuck in there? Yeah, I'm going to chuck in one nice. book and one podcast. Um, so the, the first book that, uh, or the first thing I'm going to chuck in is a book called uh, Creative Selection by uh, Ken's, Ken Kosienda, who was actually part of the iPhone design team. And it's all about inside Apple's design process during the, uh, the, the, the golden age of Steve Jobs, they call it, where the first iPhone came out. And I just thought with everyone can create, it's a good way to see how, you know, the company that gave us everyone can create approaches, creative right. tasks. It's a really good read. It's a, it's a nice little insider. The podcast I'm going to um, recommend is, have I ever told you guys about um, an app called Shortcuts? A once or twice? No. Once or twice, yeah. Okay, so um, Shortcuts with me is all about automation and how I can uh, improve <laughs> my workflow and how I, how I work, all these types of things. So the... Um, the, the podcast I'm going to re- recommend is called Supercomputer. It's um, hosted by Alex Cox and Matthew Casanelli. Matthew Casanelli actually was on, uh, he worked for Workflow and was on the Shortcuts team. He actually took part in an EMEA Apple Edu chat um, way back in October last year. And it's all about getting things done with your device, how you can work smarter, not harder. Um, so Supercomputer podcast and creative selection. Awesome. Go hat. You've had time to think. So... And it can't be like a Mr. Men book or, you know, just a picture book. No, I'm going to go. <laughs> the Ben and, ben and Jerry's. Exactly. The Hagen Dazs book of ice cream. Ice cream out in just months. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I would, one I would pay for a book where I could lick the pages. I would do that. Please. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally, I'm going to say like this. Do you remember when we talking about getting out of your box or your comfort zone? Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do that and do that this summer. Because you need to do something else. You need to get out of your comfort box and just have fun. Something else, just relax and have fun, and then you come back energized. And that's it. That's my suggestion. Good. I'm going to just chuck one in okay. there. Um, it's not necessarily anything to do with education, but I, I whenever I read things, I, I tend to kind of find the education links in it in some way. Um, and the book I'm going to recommend is a book called Shoe Dog. Um, oh, yeah, and that's a good by one. Phil Knight. Um, and it's if you don't know, he's the creator of Nike. Yeah. Uh, it's a fantastic book, but it talks a lot about leadership, talks a lot about overcoming hurdles, talks a lot about um, the pressures and the stresses of, of day-to-day running of a business. And I think if you read it with an open mind, you'll make links to your own life and, and start to think about, you know, the hurdles that you might face and how to overcome them. And there's a lot of synergy, I think, with education. At some point, he does talk about education as well in it. So. Uh, that that would be my recommendation for a bit of summer reading. So, funny like, thing, uh, funny thing yeah. about that book is that I started reading it thinking, "Oh, this foreword is really nice." And before I noticed it, I finished the book yeah. thinking, "When's the story going to come?" But yeah, he writes it in such a good way that yeah. it's almost 
inviting someone over for coffee and, and telling a story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a great book. The same happened to me, but the only thing was that I started really reading it and then I got into uh, chocolate ice cream and <laughs> then I got distracted and that's it. And then you spilled on the page and you couldn't read it. Anymore. No, no, it's not that. Because you can't spill because you need to, yeah. Lick quick enough. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, okay. So, teacher superpowers, guys. You, oh, you know, I have I'm the answer to, to that. Because you've got a lot of these. So, what, yeah, yeah. Ice what's cream. your teacher superpower? Come on. Ice cream. Ice cream. And how, how is that a superpower? I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. I mean, the superpower <laughs> is coffee, I would <laughs> say. Okay. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah no, I don't like That's coffee. like an elixir. That's it like an. Asterix and Obelix uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It is, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Martin, Super... a, a more serious. It doesn't have to be a serious answer by any means, but something more serious than ice cream. Go, Martin. Over to you. I probably. Oh God! I, I... Shortcuts. <laughs> <laughs> There's no shortcuts yeah, in teaching. Shortcuts is yeah. Shortcuts default is my answers by everyone. There ice cream, shortcuts, Kurt. Yeah. What's your default answer? I mean, what's your super superpower, teacher? Why? No, I mean, superpower is actually influence. I would say if we got gonna well, get serious. That's your chance. No. Oh, sorry, sorry. You said ice cream. I know you are. Oh, sorry about that. Kurt's you, you said ice changed. cream. You, you've got ice cream. That's what the listeners okay. are gonna link with you. Kurt, you suddenly went Swedish. Always kept them. <laughs> it's Kurt's now a dancer. No, but if we're gonna get serious, oh, he's off again. <laughs> he's off again. Not, is, is this still questions with Matt? Is this question? I don't know. It seems to be. Oh my god! No Ice cream. Okay, no I'm out. <laughs> Kurt, would you look, like to add an answer in? I will. I would. Okay. I would love to do one. And I am gonna go a little bit serious because. Um, the one that, that made me go into education a bit um, is that power to make kids feel that we can see a power in them or a talent in them that they don't know. And then having that moment where they realize that they're gifted in something. Um, I think that's a power that teachers have really yeah. good teachers who listen and who's, who see talents yeah. and, and know how to create an environment around that where children can accelerate, that's, that's the part that I just love about being a teacher. Yeah, and that kind of echoes Johan's that's, point from earlier, yeah. I guess, and you know, going back to the serious side of things. No, no ice cream. Talking about the catalyst for this. Yeah, all, all children yeah. like ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I think being, being serious, Kurt, I think anyone that knows you knows that you have that passion and abundance yeah. i think it's it's you know everything you you know and it's the same with with you know johan and matt we we all make a joke but i think everybody here i don't i don't all three of you guys yeah. have that passion for education that Definitely. that passion for teaching and i think i think the fact that we can have fun like this in a conversation yeah. just that's that's it. another talent you for know. teachers to even though you had a rough year just put up a smile and keep going yeah Guys, thank you so much. It's uh, always a pleasure to find out a little bit more about you on the inside rather than our uh, the, the the way people might perceive us on social media. So, uh, Kurt and, and Johan and Martin, thanks for your answers to questions with Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Ian. Okay.
Welcome back. This is the part of the show where we look at everything that we've spoken about, whether we've been serious or not, and we look at what's going to come up next week and also how you can get in touch with it. So, guys, it's been an enjoyable show. I've really had a, 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 a lot of fun chatting with you, as always. Yeah. If people, yeah, if people want to keep the conversation going, they can obviously get in touch with us on social media. Um, Kurt, how can people get in touch with you? For me, that's at Mr. Kurt. Uh, that's M-E-E-S-T-E-R-K-U-R-T. Awesome. Uh, Johan, how can people get in touch with you? Anderson, double S, uh, underscore E-D-U. Excellent. And Matt? Uh, M-A-T-6453. And don't forget, guys, if you want to chuck us a question, we'd love to share some of our insights into anything you want to know more about. So hashtag questions with Matt. Great point. And also, um, if, because we record on Anchor, uh, just to let you know that they've had a really um, big update where you can now leave a voice message for us either using the web or using the iOS or Android app without mm-hmm. actually uh, having to have an account before you had to have an account to do it. So that's made it really easy. So you no excuses go, anymore. Then. There's no excuses none. To that's it, Kurt. None at all. You can, of course, follow me at mcoots81. That's C-O-U-T-T-S. And as we've just said, you can follow us all at Last Recap. Kurt, before we hand it over to Johan to give us um, his final thoughts, his final message, what's coming up next week? So next week at the EMEA chat, it's about digital citizenship, and that's Hannah Sachs. And for them, it's not the last one of the season, but who, for who it is the last one of the season, it's going to be at the Americas, where uh, Dan Kosh and John Smith are going to take you in on um, everyone can sketch for an extent learning into the summer. So that is the last um, on the Americas side. That does not mean... That it's the last episode for the last night recap. Yeah, uh, both of those are uh, Tuesday twenty eighth. Is that correct? Right? I forgot that um, Tuesday twenty eighth, okay. and that's for the Americas chat. It's six p.m. PST, and on the EMEA side, that's eight p.m. BST. Excellent, Johan. Do you want to uh, do your final wrap up? Yeah, I just wanted to say something or reflect on something that I think is really important and I hope you guys uh, support me in this. Oh, you're really nervous right now. Yeah, what <laughs> I'm going to say. No. Do I need to get a hanky out? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think if you're still listening to us, I think this is a really important podcast, not from what we're saying, but what we're bringing up because it's really important from all the perspective of people that are learners. And I, I, I think that's, I think we're going to continue to talk about this in this summer. And I think you should continue to listen to it and think about what you're thinking about when you're talking about what should people do in technology or not. Sorry about that, but it, was a really uh, personal thing and I, I'm, it's really close to my heart and now I'm going to do my thing again about <laughs> commercials and things so um, I'm going to read it out, thank you for downloading this podcast if you really like the show please rate and review us listeners, comments and ratings keep us high in the ranking so that new 
listeners can find us. Be sure to find us at Last Recap on Twitter and to find us and see new news and podcasts. So, Martin, over to you. And um, thank you for uh, giving me a time to just say what I think. Absolutely. And I think it's an important message you're putting across that, you know, we are serious, you know, some of the time, you know, we we, we don't just talk about shortcuts and ice cream and match jingles. We like <laughs> Even that we that's are... important as well. So <laughs> match jingles are match jing- jingles are shaping the, the last. Yeah. It's raising um, other people's definitely. efforts. Um, rather <laughs> It's, I'm so excited been about up there. But guys, as always, it's been uh, it's been a fun chat. It's been a long chat this week, but I think we've covered a lot of important topics. And as always, we will see you next week for the bye next bye. Episode. Thank, Thank you. you so much. See you guys.